Right, Kyle, do you want to intro? Yeah, yeah. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to the afterthought section of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Colson and Kyle Wise. Hi, Kyle. <laughs> you went to Mammoth, did you? You went skiing? Yeah. You look good on the snow. Is it, is it good in photographs, but then in real life you're terrible, or are you actually quite good on the snow? No, it's, it's definitely... I'm, I'm okay. Snowboarding or I'm skiing? I'm okay. Snowboarding. Snowboarding. And then we were there, and there was, uh, like, the lights on the mountain, and there's like, a big fireworks. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Amazing. And then we made friends who were, I'm pretty sure, tripping on Molly. <laughs> but you know how we made friends with them is because they were like, they're doing the White Lotus song where it's like. I love that song. They played it on Peloton today. They had like a house version of it. Oh, my God. It's captivating, isn't it? Um Yeah. So if you're joining us, listeners, and you're listening to this now, you'll know what White Lotus is, perhaps, which is an amazing show. Season two on HBO. Season just finished, and we're all left with a big hole in our hearts because it was so wonderful. Yeah. Um, Kyle, you just got back from snowboarding, and uh, we're here to talk about Michelle's story, which was the previous episode. If you didn't listen to it, then you're just here to hear Kyle and I chit-chat about our week. But we do like to... <laughs> Have a, what are these people doing? How have they got a podcast? Why is it successful? This is boring as hell. I don't care if they went snowboarding. Yeah. And I don't know what the white lotus is. I'm signing out. Boop. Um, we do yeah. like to talk about the previous episode. So Michelle's story. Now, Kyle, we can relate to a bit of this. Because yeah. um, now, I often think it all sounds a bit cliche when people start talking about running away from themselves and then finding their authenticity and their authentic self. And it, you, you can't help if you're not there or you're not in that world to not feel that, haven't you heard all this before and what a load of total poppycock. But I couldn't be more of an advocate for that episode and everything she was saying. Yeah. Do you think... I mean, this is kind of like the great debate, isn't it? Where it's like, maybe you have like genetic, dormant, alcoholic genes... And then, like, something will happen or, or you'll be running for something and you'll go past a certain point that you'll go, okay, I'm, the genes are activated or you just think? Um, I just think, I don't know, I just think it's a, it is a big debate, isn't it? Especially in the kind of the alcoholic yeah. circles, as it were. I like to believe it isn't genetic. you have a good life, right? Yeah, it seems that way. But also, you know, I know people that have had addiction and alcohol problems and they had a fantastic upbringing. They had money. They had love from their parents. For the most part, though, people who are running away from trauma or have unresolved traumas or fears or worries or anxieties, um, you know, is very common to turn to self-medication. Very common. Um, But the whole, uh, is it genetic? I don't know. I don't know. Is it ha- is it habitual that you learn or you sort of see from family members rather than genetic? I know people who are recovering alcoholics who have all their children are completely fine, or they have four kids and one of them is 
and then again and then decide what that means addict or alcohol i mean almost every single child sorry to say this or 16 17 18 19 or 20 year old 21 year old is drinking and taking drugs so are they addicted <laughs> probably not so anyway we've gone off piece a little bit oh off piece <laughs> yes i made a snow joke it's no joke it's no joke okay luke come on pull it back together you can do it um dad jokes um but i thought what she was saying about how she suddenly realized when she had an epiphany that she hadn't been her true self since the age of 24 literally 40 20 years ago yeah that really hit me because then you know i guess there's different iterations of people that you or versions of yourself, but like, you know, I think I'm still trying to figure out what my true self is and like yeah. what I truly believe in. And yeah. I, I, when she said that, I knew exactly what she meant where mm. it was like, like you're trying to like remember a time where you felt like you were like who you're supposed to be. And I think a lot of that has to do with being content and being happy. Because for me, I remember at the age of 21, 22, being content and happy. And that seemed to be around about the last time that I felt like I didn't have a care in the world. And then the next two decades were spent in a complete and utter spiral of panic and terror. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah I thought it was a, was a great year. Was a fa- was that? <laughs> that was a great year, 21. <laughs> 21. It was a fascinating episode, wasn't it? And I think for any of our yeah. listeners, again, Kyle and I are like, you know, that's our thing, isn't it? Like ex, ex-addict or ex-alcoholic, like trauma, childhood trauma, like long-term anxiety, depression, mental health. I mean, dude, if we can sit here and talk about it, then, then anyone can. And there is help out there. Yeah. And we're here as well. And I remember when we used to try and recite our email and we could never get it right. So I just put it on the show notes because <laughs> we've been doing this for two years and I still couldn't <laughs> tell you <laughs> what the email is. Don't do it. Oh, I was going to I was gonna mention too. Do you remember she said like, she's like, oh, I started dating in sobriety and I've, I've been intimate in sobriety. Do you remember when you and I were dating, in, like first dating in sobriety mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. first boning in sobriety? Yeah. Like, yeah. how weird that was. Yeah, well, not it w- weird, but also for me, having come out of a 16-year relation, you know, marriage, that my yeah. first date. Also, let me tell you something. This is a whole other thing. Getting on the apps in your, in your mid-40s, thinking that world had passed you by, where you're actually going on dates with random people on Bumble, that was was both terrifying and exhilarating all at the same time i'm like what the fuck is happening right now um talk about trying talking like the irony of trying to talking about your authentic self and and going on dates with people that you've literally never met before and you're trying to figure out who uh, who to be and how to be and what the fuck to be you know (laughs) Uh, oh my god we're being very honest on this episode um but yeah, Michelle, thank you for, for you know, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for the episode. It was really great. Her and I had a great deal yes. in common. We were born in the same year. We've been on very similar paths. We'd had very similar marriage breakups, realizations, epiphanies, and and we're on the same we're on the same journey, you know? It was lovely. Yeah. Um 
Well, have you and, been? Have you? And I also some? love. Mm-hmm. I mean, only to like with this, I guess is like I loved how like you know when she had that relapse or that slip up, like mm-hmm. she just was like, I mean, she didn't have any shame about it. Yeah, I think it's important, isn't it? I mean, I I was I I did that a lot. You know, I I knew that I couldn't drink and I needed to be sober and I just couldn't get my get my shit together. It was it's been the journey's been crazy, but I'm so happy I got to where I am now. Couldn't have done it without you, Kyle. Couldn't have done it without you. Like what? Same. Um. All right. Same. Well, it's like, uh, I mean, three days before Christmas. I can hear one of my children yelling in the background, even though I said to them, "I'm recording. Please don't yell." Nope, didn't work. One of them's yelling. That'll be one wait, present, wait, wait. one present I'm removing from under the tree. No, just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I would. That's hilarious. You should be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say we should have him on the on the show. It's not a bad idea. Let's do an episode with Luke's children. Oh my god! Talk about trauma. All right. Well, on that lovely note, it's three days before Christmas, uh, 2022. It's been a wonderful year. We've got one more episode before the clock strikes 2023. Um, so we'll see you on that one. We'll do a little message to our to our listeners. I love you, man. Love you too, bro.